for the week of March 14th, 2022. This is Obi-Wan TV Talk from Star Wars TV Talk, where we dive deep into the highly anticipated Disney Plus series. With the release of the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, Dave and I thought it would be a great time to begin our conversation around arguably the most anticipated Star Wars television project. Dave, what did you think of this trailer? As far as trailers go, it's been one of the best I've seen. I mean, I'm usually worried when I watch a trailer because I always think, am I seeing the best parts of the show? Now, I don't worry about that too much with the, with uh, any of these Star Wars things that Disney is coming out with because it's Disney. They're going to put out the best product they've got, no matter what you see in the trailer. So let's go ahead and break down this trailer because a lot is happening in it. There's quite oh, yeah. a bit of things going on. Uh, we see a whole lot. We get set up in the world that we're in as far as the timeline. But we get this quote um, and next week we'll dive into like our theories behind it, but we'll kind of like touch on that. This seems like we're going to be dealing with a grieving Obi-Wan Kenobi from that opening quote. The fight is done. We've lost. I agree. That's certainly not a hopeful message. He's, he's years out now. Cause we see a picture of young Luke. Uh, as you've no- noted here, uh, a little bit later on after this quote, but it's uh, certainly years later, and Obi-Wan's had, t- uh, I'm sure, some time to come to grips with what's happened, but yeah, it's 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 a sad time if you're a Jedi, because you're, you're in hiding, you're on the run, you don't, don't know who to trust. And this also looks like, we'll kind of talk about the production value here. Mm -hmm. We knew that Disney was throwing a lot at the production value. We've obviously seen a lot of Tatooine uh, be redone by Disney in uh, Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. But it looks like they're staying true with that method. They're throwing a bunch of money at the set. This looks like the Tatooine that we were first introduced to um, in A New Hope. Everything looks proper. Everything looks great. Obi-Wan looks like the perfect amount of worn and aged um, in terms of becoming kind of the, you know, the old Ben, the crazy Ben that Uncle Owen warned Luke about uh, in A New Hope. Yeah, absolutely. And since we have Ewan McGregor coming back to reprise his role as Obi-Wan, I know he's not the original Ben Kenobi, but with the aging and whatnot, they just naturally, because there's so much time has passed since he's played Obi-Wan. His natural aging has made him look what I think the Ewan McGregor uh, Obi-Wan should look like as an old man or an older man. Yes. And he had his own thoughts about this. I was kind of watching the behind the scene footage Mm -hmm. of uh, Revenge of the Sith where he was kind of getting in his hair and makeup and he's like, yeah, they're, you know, they're making me like Alec. They're going back to, you know, this kind of, uh, you know, this in-between, like we haven't seen this face. So we know that he is definitely invested in this role. He's excited to be back. He said he's excited to be back in it. Uh, we knew all this stuff was coming. We knew that Luke was obviously going to be a character, and we don't know how large of a character Luke is going to be. I would assume it's just kind of like passing by him, making sure he's taken care of. Owen and, uh, and Obi-Wan will probably have their 
you know, conversations, but I think it'll be, you know, very much uh, Obi-Wan's show with kind of teases of Luke in there. But one thing that I think was confirmed before was that there was going to be an Inquisitor in this show. That, I think, was teased early on in the production. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were some leaks saying that a certain uh, actor was going to be playing, you know, this kind of Inquisitor that's hunting down Obi-Wan. But I did not know it was a complete shock to me that we were getting the Grand Inquisitor, at least in a small part. And we'll break down the theories again next week. But what was your initial thought when you saw the Grand Inquisitor pop up on your screen? I know there's a lot of controversy going on about his makeup. But what did you think? I was surprised, too. I I, ex- I honestly expected, and we did get a glimpse of the fifth brother, I believe, is the character with the, the weird kind of fishbowl-like hat uh, that uh, we saw in Rebels. I expected to see him and maybe the uh, the seventh sister from that in in this show. Like, that made sense to me, but the Grand Inquisitor, I wasn't expecting at all. Like um, We know the route the Grand Inquisitor takes. We know where he meets his end, but... Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I don't know exactly what they're going to do with him. I, I didn't expect somebody that high ranking, like the guy right under Vader, to be in this. But then again, Hayden Christensen is coming back to reprise his role as Darth Vader. So it does make a kind of sense. Yeah, and I have some theories about that, which we'll get into uh, next week in terms of the the Grand Inquisitor with Vader. But yeah, you're right. Like This is something that we have three confirmed now, that we have seen with our own eyes. Mm-hmm three Inquisitors that are in this show. Uh, And we've seen kind of that they're meeting with each other. And that like brings in this awesome, like just disturbing quote from the Grand Inquisitor when he kind of butts in and you hear him first, I think, before you see him, where he says, the key to hunting Jedi is patience. They can't help themselves, yada, yada, yada. It's like an itch. They'll eventually pop up. And so he's just kind of like this maniacal... uh, blood-seeking, Jedi-hating character that's just like, oh, don't worry. Eventually, the Jedi, they're going to pop up, and we're Mm going to be there. And it's just, it's setting the stage for quite a dark series. Like, this feels like it's going to be, you know, a very uh, dark television series. I agree. I mean, you you can't have um, the Inquisitors and everything running around and not have... uh have some darkness to it. I mean, every episode, if you've watched Rebels, great. You know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you need, before you go watch Obi-Wan, you need to very, you need to go and watch the episodes the Inquisitors are in to give you an idea of what to expect with from these characters because they are the Jedi Hunters. They're, they're dark, and every episode they're in has a dark overtone in it. Like, they're hunting children. They're, they're hunting children. They're hunting a super weapon to help them with the Jedi and who knows what else. And and there's other ones I'm probably forgetting, but uh, these are dark characters. So yeah, absolutely. This is going to be, this is not going to be a a light. Okay. Here's Obi-Wan in the desert. Just uh, Biden his time waiting for Luke to come of age. No, there's, there's going to be some, there's going to be some heavy stuff in this, I think. Yeah. And I love that it was kind of, you know, the trolls of the internet that we give attention to when they announced that they were doing an Obi-Wan show, they were just like, what this, that, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, he was just on Tatooine laying it low. He was, you know, 
keeping to himself. But of course, the Inquisitors are there. Um, and I highly recommend that people um, read Ahsoka's book. Yes. So her novel, because it gets into like just how sensitive the Inquisitors are to feeling in a, a disturbance in the Force. And we get teased with that um, in A Force Awakens, just how sensitive these dark uh these dark side of the force um wielders are because we have of course snoke uh asking kylo like did you feel that awakening there's been an awakening in the force and you know of course they're feeling it and it's like these inquisitors have been able to tap into that where they feel it and they can go to the very point of it and another great thing is like the fallen order um if you mm -hmm. have time play that video game because that dives into kind of again how sensitive these inquisitors are to a simple act um and it kind of plays into what the grand inquisitor was saying uh you know cal kestis who is um the main character of fallen order he gets exposed because there's an accident he's basically a construction worker and there's an accident at his construction site and he simply uses the force to help one of his co-workers to not die that's all he does it's like a quick little just kind of like pause him so he doesn't fall and break his neck and let him go and that was it and the inquisitors were on it within seconds like they were on the planet by the end of the day ready to look for the Jedi that use a force. So there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Uh, this was a very quick episode. We're going to do a couple of short episodes leading up, uh, you know, in our theories and our trailer breakdown. But before we dismiss Dave, what other items from this trailer do you want to talk about or what are, what are you most excited for? I'm really interested in seeing how you and McGregor, takes the transition from the Obi-Wan one he was at the end of the prequel trilo trilogy and get, moves towards the Obi-Wan that we get from Alec Baldwin in A New Hope. I really want to see how he handles this. Now, I don't know how many seasons of Obi-Wan we've got coming. We know we got this one for sure. Maybe it'll be, it'll be good enough to get some more and we'll get more development, but I really am interested because... Um, Ewan McGregor's a great actor. I've seen him in other things, and I really like what he does, and he's he's got the dramatic chops to pull off um, a good transition from the straight-laced that he that he was at the end uh, of uh, episode three to the, the hermit that Obi-Wan was at the beginning of A New Hope. Yeah, yeah and that is, I think, really going to... Like, I don't know if necessarily um, Ewan McGregor is going to be informed by Alec Innes' performance. Like, I don't think that's what he's going to model his Obi-Wan after because he's already modeled his Obi-Wan. It's very yeah. easy to transition into it. But he's definitely aware of where that version of Obi-Wan was and how he and he kind of in the back of his mind, he's kind of been thinking about this forever. Like, I would assume that Obi-Wan or that Ewan McGregor has already kind of had an idea where obi-wan has been what has got him there at least um and mm -hmm. what he's been doing there uh this has been something that he has ever since disney acquired lucasfilm he's kind of always teased that he's willing to come back as obi-wan like he's been very mm -hmm. professional about it because as an actor you can't just say oh yeah yeah i'm gonna come back and i want to come back he's been selective and he's like yeah you know if everything works out and the story's great i'll come back you know that kind of selective stuff but awesome things going on Next week, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into some theories on uh, 
the just based on our reactions to the trailer because we probably won't have any more content. But other than that, you can keep up with the show on Twitter at Star Wars TV Talk and by emailing us at hello at StarWarsTVTalk.com. You can find the rest of our shows online at StarWarsTVTalk.com and by searching for Star Wars TV Talk wherever you get your podcasts. And please do not forget to leave us a five-star review. You can find more TV Talk podcasts at TVTalk.fm. Thank you so much for listening and may the Force be with you always.